Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today it's 4.30 p.m. Central Time. Reddy and MPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know you are a newcomer. We give preference to the newcomer. Let our team know in the everyone, not to me, there's other people assisting me in the Zoom call. Please let our team know that you're a newcomer. Hari. Hey, uh, good afternoon. Uh, I have a couple of questions. Um, one regarding, uh, recently my um, H1, H4 um, got extended. Uh, so uh, I have a legal status. So my uh, new I-797 uh, date is continuation to the previous expiry date. But for my mm-hmm. son, um, there is a 10-day gap. Uh, there is a break. So want to understand, uh, uh, will that be an issue? Uh, so what, what is the break? Status. Tell me, when was the previous I-94 expiring? Uh, it is um, expiring <coughs> on March 14th. And um, the next... March 14th uh, of... 2023. March f- and the new one March is starting on when? March 24th, uh, 2023. Did you check his I-94 online when it is expiring? Uh, same date, uh, March Which 14. How old is he? He's 14 years old. Well, technically they don't accure any unlawful presence because he's under 18 right now. So it's up to you if you want to contact the USCIS to correct it or file one more I-539 or just let it go. Don't do anything because it won't harm anything in the future for him. Because he can't accumulate the unlawful presence just in case if something wrong goes on. You see my point? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. If I were you, I would do nothing. Next question, okay. please. Okay. I have one more question. Uh, can I ask that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my wife is having H4 EAD and which is expiring mm-hmm. again in the month of March. So uh, uh, we applied for uh, EB1 um, 485 along with uh, 765 and 131. Uh, you, said to me, you, you said to me that the H4 has been approved, is right? Extension has been approved. Yeah, and both are happening uh, together, sir. Let's Let's first stop there. So when you applied for H4, you don't have an I-140s, right? It's only H4 that was extended. No EADs, right? Uh, yeah, she had EAD. When we uh, applied for H4 extension, she had the EAD. And EAD when we applied... H4, is it H4 EAD? What EAD is that? H4 EAD. 
So you applied for H4 EAD extension also, is right? Yeah, applied because I had to travel to India. You, so my why did yeah, you answer I, my question? You can explain yeah. it afterwards. So because when you stop answering the question, I get confused. So you you extend. So you filed for your wife's EAD extension. What happened? Is it approved or not? H4 EAD. H4 EAD extension not applied, sir. Oh, why did not Only, apply that? Uh, yeah, I yeah I may have to do that uh, before it expires uh, end of March. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, okay, you can do that, and you know the five hundred and forty day extension, five hundred and forty days extensions, right? You know the rules, right? Yeah. Okay. So go ahead with your EB one now. Yeah, yeah. So now um, we I my one forty of the EB one got approved and now it is okay. current. So we applied for all those uh, three things. Mm -hmm. Um. 485, 765, and I got it. I got it. So, what's your question? Yeah. Now, do I have to still uh, apply the H4 EAD extension or I can wait yeah. because my other EAD is already filed? No, filed, but that won't allow her to work unless the H4 EAD has been applied for. Extension okay. is applied for, and that too before March. Next person, please. Okay, thanks. Shailesh. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, my name is Shailesh. Good evening. Uh, I've, I've been working in the US for the past one year in, on my L1B visa. And uh, last year, uh, I got uh, picked up on this H1B lottery sponsored by another uh, new employer. Later, they mm -hmm. filed uh, for later they filed the petition on uh, change of status from L1B to H1B. And I was not aware of this that they did it on change of status. The petition got approved uh, in uh, December, uh, like the last month, 2022. Uh, but I'm still uh, working for my uh, employer on L1B. Uh, how can I make sure that I stay in L1B status and move to H1B whenever I want? Uh, I have this question. And also uh, next week, uh, my parents are uh, attending uh, a B2 uh, a visitor visa interview uh, in India. And what should they uh, tell the consular officer about my visa status? Uh, I'm confused. First is you can go to Mexico and come back. Okay. Um, with regards, to, you may want to have a consultation though, because you're violating the status because you're not allowed to work for the L1B company. You have to go to Mexico and come back to switch back to H1B. L, L2 visa. And I will tell you how to use the H1B when you, whenever you need it, okay? Okay. But right now, you're working illegally, not lawfully. Next person, please. Monica? Give him the link for consultation. But it's an easy thing, though, easy fix by going to Mexico. Okay? Monica, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so recently, my husband's I-140 was approved, but however, his That's... employer is not to give thank you so his employer is not willing to give uh, any details with respect to i-140 uh, max to max we could get only alien number from him so using this alien number we filed FOIA request on the uscis nice. portal times, but we always received no records found we're not sure how to proceed now he's planning to get into the full time so we would need i-140 number for this uh, don't put the a number and just file for the i-140 can you try that? Yeah, we tried. We tried. Uh, so it is uh, the FOIA request has only basic minimal details of uh, my husband. So it is not fetching us anywhere. 
so can you just because maybe it's getting confused with the a number where did you got the a number from uh, from the employer somehow we could get that number that's it where where did when you what do you mean by employer employer gave it to you a number yes yeah yeah employer gave us you might have given you the wrong a number Oh, okay. So that's the reason why the system is getting confused there. Okay. So don't use okay. the A number. In in the okay in the FOI request there is something called petition uh, number or something. What exactly should I give there? Because we always gave his H one B petition number because we don't have the I one forty case number also. You so, can give the H one B petition number, but ask them the A five. Okay, ask them the A five. Okay, you will, you okay, should no. try to get it back. So, so we should request for I one forty or uh, what? How do we uh, request? request for, I give the petition number of H one B, but request an I one forty petition. Okay, okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, thanks. Arishma? Don't give the A number because the system is getting confused. Okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, thanks. Hi, uh, my name is Reshma Rahul. Right now, I am on H-1B. My husband is also on H-1B. My husband would like to file H-1B amendment. However, I saw a news article stating that we can file H-4EAD concurrently with H-1B. So is that valid for amendment as well or is it only for extension? Now, what about, what about your H-4 plus EAD? When is it expiring? No, I am on H-1B right now. I want to. Okay, I got the point. I got the. Yeah. I got the point. Yeah, you can apply, ma'am. That that should apply for you. That should apply. So, for e you. so even for apply. my husband's amendment, also H one B amendment, also you can do that. Absolutely, you can do that. Okay, and just one last question. So, if I apply for H four EAD along with H one B amendment, will I get mm -hmm. my EAD within fifteen days if I do premium processing? Should be getting anywhere between 20 days, ma'am. You, you know that if there's an RFE, it mm -hmm. will delay. You know that is right. Otherwise, it should be getting it within 15, 20 days. You're right. Okay, so if there's an there RFE, is... then you know how the RFE works. Uh, I, I am not sure about RFE. Like, is it going to take like more than two, three months? Yeah, it depends on RFE means request for further information. Let's say they are not satisfied. Okay. the explanation for the amendment to be approved. They will issue an RFE and they will ask your husband's company to provide extra documents. So once they provide the extra documents, they will adjudicate the amendment. So sometimes it may take a long time, but 80% of the time it takes 15 to 20 days. Now. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, Rao. Uh, yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Hi. Hi. This is Sri. Um, mm -hmm. Just uh, uh, I have a question like... Uh, uh, I'm I'm expecting like uh, uh, like requesting for someone to file an H1B on behalf of me. So can multiple of H1B applications be uh, uh, used uh, for H1B by different uh, employers? So so you are an F1 right now. I'm, I'm, on, right now? I'm on L1B visa. Uh, so expecting we, we, someone to file uh, H1B. Yeah, we, we, so can we, we multiple? Consider, we consider we consider those companies as fraudulent companies that will file for H1B. 
even though they don't have a job, if they file for a lottery system, that's considered as fraudulent. I don't want you to get involved in that. Okay. Okay. So Unless it multiple... is like Apple or Google, both of them are filing. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Thank you. Next person, please. Surya. Uh, I have a question. Like, my currently I'm working on H4 EAD and uh, my H4 visa I-94. Everything is expiring on second April. What is the mm-hmm. best best option to? extend uh like i-94 and then apply for extension of ead because i mean Wait. recently my wife changed jobs and then her i-797 got extended through september 2025 okay so yours they did not file the h4 and ead for you they only uh, filed for her at that time i was outside states So what you can do is that you can do is that you can file a H4 plus EAD right now. Okay. Okay. And you can go to Mexico. Okay. Um, Sri, do you have the 540 days H4 EAD extension video? Uh, Yes, Rahul, I will send it. Put put a link of that. So what you do is that you, you have the uh, passport stamping until April 1st is right. Yes. Once you file the H4 plus EAD extension, okay, check your wife's H1B extension with the different company or transfer with a different company. Okay. You go to Mexico. When you come back, request a 994 until 2025 because your wife is approved until 2025. They will give a 994 until 2025. So that will allow you to work for 540 days after April 1st. Okay, but right now, first first step is I need to apply for both the extensions. H4 plus right? Yeah, that's right. And okay. if you want us to do the H4 plus CAD extension, my team will give you an email. Uh, give me my personal email address, uh, three. And uh, you can send an email. We can help you out. And okay. watch that video, okay? Okay, but if, sure. if you get confused, you want to make sure everything is, you can make a consultation also. Then I'll walk through each step, Okay. Okay. Actually, when, when I asked the officer, uh, like at the port of entry, they told me like, at, at this point, uh, you, are, you, you will not be given the new I-94 when the employer change happened. Uh, when when uh, I come this time, probably there could so be a did chance. You, did, you, did, you, did you show them the H-1 approval of your wife? Yes. Yeah. I don't know why they did not do it. Sometimes they don't do it. 95% of the time they do it. One other thing, if you want to assure that to get it done, take your wife with you to Mexico. Uh, she doesn't have a stamping value. Visa stamping. Visa. Well, yeah. then you can get the Mexican visa. You don't, she doesn't need the stamping to come back though. She only needs stamping to go to Mexico. So if you get a Mexican visa, then she doesn't need anything. Okay. Next question. How about, please. How about sir, one last question? How about. Yeah. Yeah, just put him on one more time. Uh, how, so about, him uh, on going, how about going uh, to H4 stamping in Mexico? Well, if you can get the stamping done, that's fine too. Okay. Uh, but can I go early before the expiry or 
Yeah, you can you can go early. You can go right now. Next oh, person, okay. please. Thank you, sir. Jai Kumar. Hi. Uh, so, like uh, my current uh, visa, along with H four and H four VAD, uh, like I am on H one B, and my current visa, along with H four and H four VAD, is expiring on April ten. So, if I file my extension uh, along with H four and H four VAD in premium processing, will I be able to get the H uh, four VAD approved as well, along with H one B? Yes, that's a that's a court agreement we had. That's an agreement between the USCIS and our office. So any filing okay. that happens uh, from now on, from uh, along now on. with H one B, but it has to be filed together. It has to be filed together, not separately. Hello. Okay, so if it is filed together, then I can get it approved along with H one B. Right, but there are always exceptions. Let's say, for example. If your wife violated a status, some many criminal records are there, but you know, ninety-nine percent there, they should be approved. Okay. Otherwise, okay, so we can go for contempt of court. Okay, so I am currently like planning to send her to India to get the I ninety four extended. So why just send new rule? We got this agreement. Yeah, just with the new okay. rule, you are better off. Next yeah, person. Thanks, thanks a lot for getting that. Yeah. yeah. It's Stephen Brown from our office. Thank you. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I have a yes, question about F2A consular processing. So I got mm -hmm. my GC and my defense got separated and they are on AOS and we came back from international visit. So they are on parole status. So I was planning for F2A consular processing. Um, so a couple of questions. Uh, one is, uh, is there any uh, uh, priority date dependency for consular processing or it is just based on I-130 approval and then uh, that's it? That's one. And uh, second question is... Uh, right now, the priority date is current. We never know when the priority date will go back, right? But right now, the priority date for F2A is current. It may go back. F2A consular processing also requires priority date current? To file it, you don't need it. To get the green card approval, you need the priority date to be current. For the interview, you mean? You could say that, yes. Okay, and the second question is, uh, while this consular processing is on, uh, do I, uh, I mean, is there any restriction on using EAD and AP, which is received against the uh, EB category? Absolutely, absolutely not a problem. Okay, perfect. And then, uh, so if I'm going for F2A uh, uh, consular processing, I'll be, uh, I'll have to, we'll have to file I-130 as well as 45 now? Or no, just not I-130. You file I-130, but there are like, Two three more steps involved afterwards, but if you you can file I one thirty online, but the two three steps are very complicated steps. If you want to use a lawyer service, I would advise you to do that. If you want to use yes, our so services, my colleague, my colleague will give an email to you. Send an email to you to us, and and then I will send you the fees uh, structure and all installments and everything. Okay. Yeah, I already I already sent that, but I I mean I was given an option to you know uh, select the uh, appointment. Which uh, you don't have, no, no, you don't need any appointment. That's the reason. Uh, give my personal email address. Okay, I'll write it to you. Thanks, thanks, Rahul. Yeah, so you give a, give the personal email address. Next person, yes, yeah. hi Rahul. My I 94 is valid until September 2023. I'm planning to change employer, uh, file H1B transfer along with H4 and H4 EAD. Hopefully, it gets approved in premium. And once it gets approved, uh, if there is some change, if I don't want to check, 
change my employer or if they freeze the hiring, I would have to make an extension with my current employer. In that case, uh, when they, if my current employer files H4 and H4 EAD, in that case, should I need to give the uh, I-797 uh, of the interim company? Um, no, if you don't join the company, and let's say, so you want to move from company A to company B, you never know what's going to happen with company B. So your theory is that if you, if you, if the company B drops the ball, now the question is, when are they dropping the ball? Is it after you join the company B or before you join the company? Before I join. Then you don't have to provide them any I-797 of company B. And if they ask you about your wife, if they ask you about your wife, no, we're going to do our own H4 plus CAD. You can tell that. Or you can just have them file H4 plus CAD again too. It won't harm. Okay. Yeah. If my current employer files the H4 and H4 EAD, then uh, in the case of prior approval H4 notices, in that case, should I? You don't have to. You don't have. You don't have to give it to them. Okay. You don't have to give it to them. Next person, please. Madhuri. You can always tell I will file them my own H4 plus CAD, or you can, you don't have to give the the current H4 plus CAD. You don't have to show it to them. Madhuri, go ahead. Hi Rahul. Uh, in 2021, I filed my I-485 under EB-3 and in 2022, again, I filed my I-485 in EB-2. My priority What's date it? is... Sorry. My priority date is December 2013. Now it got retroed. So uh, last Thursday, I attended the I-485 interview, uh, which I got for EB-2 category. Uh, the immigration officer... Uh, at the very, the very first question was, I have to withdraw one of these applications. So mm -hmm. he gave me a white paper and a pen and he, uh, he provided me the application number of EB2 I-485 and he made me withdraw um, the... Okay, so what's the question? So what, what will happen to, uh, is this a problem? If this is a problem, how do I handle it, this process, please? It's not a problem. Right now your 485 for EB2 is gone. But you have an EB3485. You want to switch to EB2, you can switch to EB2. What's your priority date now? 2013 December. Yeah, just don't do anything. Just continue firing the EAD and AP extensions from the EB3. But my EB3 I140 is not yet uh, approved. Um, earlier, uh, my e yeah. Actually, I in 2015, my EB2 I-140 was approved, but because of the dates movement, I first filed under EB3 and when under EB2 category became current, again, I filed, uh, refiled on uh, EB2. So why did you know you should not have withdrawn that application? I didn't, I didn't want to. to do, I didn't want to do, but the immigration officer forced me to do, do even no, after requesting him. Yeah, that's what happened no, actually. You should have you should have taken a lawyer. We would have said no. We don't want to withdraw it. Yeah, I requested if I can talk to my attorney. He said it's not necessary, and the immigration officer also said that it doesn't really matter. Uh, any whatever application is uh, withdrawn. No. Okay, How do I proceed? How do I handle this now, Rahul? No, you couldn't. You should. You should have a consultation with us, and then we will tell you how to proceed. Though. Because that looks very odd. You can complain against the officer, the officer will lose the job. 
So they cannot force you and you requested you don't want it to. So yeah, even I, can, I requested, sorry, I requested saying that I would like to withdraw EB3 application, but not EB2 because I want to keep it EB2 as I-140 is approved on yeah, EB2. Yeah, have, have a consultation and we'll go over with it, okay? Oh, Next person. All right. Thank you. Ready? Hi, Rahul, sir. Uh, thanks for taking my uh, question. Uh, sir, I got my AP EAD approved uh, and uh, 140 is also approved and it is a little over six months. Uh, is there, uh, is, uh, and I, I'm looking to change some uh, job opportunities. So is, is that okay? Uh, is it okay to change? As, as long as it's in the same profession, you're good. So if you are in SAP, and then you move to Java, it's the same profession. It's the same software. It's fine. But if you move from software profession to a lawyer profession, it is not fine. Okay. 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 Yeah. And so second okay. question. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty safe. It's pretty safe to move to a different company and keep the 485. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Sir, so, so one last question. Uh, I'm planning to travel to India in the month of March. I don't have any stamping dates available, but I'm trying to exercise the EAD when I'm back into the US. So that is also okay. EAD and advanced parole. Advanced yes. parole. Uh, EAD and advanced parole. I have both approved. Is it, so advanced you will be using not EAD to come. That is You can use advanced parole to come back. So I can use advanced parole to come back and continue working on. Continue working. Yeah, next person. Thank you. Nitish. Uh, hey, hi. This is Vatsalya. Um, and uh, uh, hi, Rahul. Um, I have a very quick question. So I had a AOS interview yesterday with my spouse. And uh, um, after the interview, the case updated uh, is now, uh, the status is case was updated to show that no one appeared for in-person processing. So I'm not sure what's going on with my case, but my husband's case has been updated to the status as interview was completed and the case must be reviewed. So I, I have raised this um, question. This, sir, yeah, so where did, where did you raise the question? Um, I've called the USCIS customer service and they said they have to, I have to talk to tier two and this. And so they have raised a service request. Okay, it will be resolved. Um, the service request will be resolved and then saying them. The officer might not have ticked the proper box there. That's all I think, sir. Okay. But if okay. it does not get resolved, you may want to contact the ombudsman's office. Oh, which office USCIS is that? USCIS ombudsman. Okay? Type O-M-B-U-D-S-U-N. Ombudsman office. Okay. okay. Okay, sure. And uh, so um, my husband wants to use the EAD and that should not be affecting this status. This, because of this status, no. that should not be affecting that. No, that should not affect. Okay. And do you know how long this might take? Because they said it's it, it will be reviewed like um, on what would be the next thing is that a, they... Is the pri prior date current? No, not yet. Well, there is nothing that will happen to you right now. Okay, there will be no change in status, as in like the interview is done, we will be just waiting for the state uh, current right. uh, date. That's right. Okay. okay, yeah. Thank you so much, Rahul. Next person, please. Sandeep. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, quick question. Uh, I did file my adjustment of status in 2020 with, uh, with uh, in EB3, and my priority date is December 2014. And uh, currently, since the dates are retrogressed and my uh, adjustment of status was filed with filing date 
with filing date in respect, you know, that, that, that was current in December 2020 with filing date, not the final action date. So mm -hmm. I received my AOS and priority date in e after downgrading to EB3 based on the filing date. So can I move to a different employer and moving to a different yeah. employer? Should I start from the first, uh, the, my green card process or should, should I just- No, sir. No, sir. Yeah. You don't, you don't start only, only the company at the most have to do is 485J supplement. Even though your final action date was never current, you can change the company. Absolutely not a problem. Okay, Rahul. Thank you. Next person, please. Jignesh. Hello. Uh, this is Gayatri. Uh, actually, I have a question. Like, I'm working in an organization. They are filing uh, EB2 uh, green card processing, firm processing for me. And I am a BSc graduate with three years of education. And I would not... I would not go for EB2. I would go for EB3 for you. You said BSc and then afterwards what? I uh, like BSc, three years of uh, uh, BSc with 15 years of uh, work uh, experience. I will go for EB3, not EB2 for you. Oh, okay. You have a so, very high chance of rejection for EB2. Yeah, because very, very, very high. Oh, okay. Because in some of the document I'm reading, like a bachelor degree with uh, five years of experience will be eligible for uh, EB2. So that's why I got confused. Yeah, I but you to... don't have a bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. that, that is a three-year degree is not considered as a bachelor's degree in USA. Oh, okay. Okay, Rangul. Okay. Uh, 95% okay. uh, chance of denial in EB2. Okay, so for EB3, uh, I can apply, right? I have an opportunity yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next person, okay. please. Okay, thank you, Robert. Hi, this is Pranit. Go ahead. Hi, uh, I went to an interview today uh, uh -huh. in New Delhi. So I got mm -hmm. a 220 with LLO mm -hmm. And uh, they mentioned about uh, I-983, I-920s and the timeline of OPT sponsors and sworn statement about time time on OPT. So what are the documents do I need to sub, uh, submit uh, in order to proceed for the uh, process? It would be better to consult a lawyer, provide mm -hmm. all the documents to the to the lawyer what, what you think so, okay? And then let the lawyer respond respond to let the prior lawyer prepare for a response okay okay so w w uh, what yeah. they mean about timeline of opt sponsors so do i need to provide timeline the... means dates like from this date to that date you are working for apple okay from january mm -hmm. 2019 january mm -hmm. 1st 2019 to december 10th 2019 you're working for apple from january uh, uh, from uh, December 19, 2019 to January 2020, you are unemployed. From February of 2020 to February of 2021, that's called timeline. Mm -hmm. You got it? Yeah, I got it. So do I need to provide all the uh, all, I mean, employment uh, details with all History. the... History dates and employer details, the history provided. Provide the 221G letter, provide what you can with regards to the lawyer, and then let the lawyer put it together, and then you can submit it to the, to the consulate. 
Hello, hi, thank you, sir. Thank you for uh, actually my employee is ready to proceed for GC process. Uh, I uh, I am an, under H one B. My education background is three years degree is like a bachelor of electronic science, and after mm-hmm. that I completed for the courses like HDHE hardness diploma hardware engineering for six months and PGDC in one year, and I, mm-hmm. between I joined MCA. But unfortunately, I couldn't able to continue due to my situation. I discontinued mm-hmm. in one year. So my employer said, like <clears throat> my employer is using only EB one and EB two. They are not proceed for EB three. In this situation, how can I proceed uh, for my GC process? Can you suggest something, what is, please? What, what do you mean by EB one? The employee based visa GC process. I know EB one. There are three categories. You know what EB one is. Uh, yes, yeah, EB1A, EB1B, EB1B. Uh, uh, th- those information they are not shared to us. the same company that you're working is it right yeah the same the same company i'm working 10 years from 2013 onwards so for just debitation. answer my question instead of explaining it that'll yeah, be please. easier because i because i won't know whether you understood the question or not i just okay, said okay. whether you are working for the company for more than one year the answer is yes yes okay you don't yeah. have to tell it's 10 years okay 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 because 10 years is more than one year is it right yes correct okay. correct yeah thank you thank you for understanding so they can file for eb1 eb1 category that's not a problem for eb1 category for eb2 though that is a problem the lawyer is prob uh, the company is doing a mistake there for eb uh, for uh, the company is doing a mistake for eb uh, the company is doing a mistake for eb uh, eb2 category okay Okay, so I will request you to proceed on EB one to my attorney. That should be your correct. EB one is best. I mean, if you get a EB one, you don't need EB two and EB three. Okay, so the EB one there is not required like a four years uh, bachelor degree stuff. No, no, okay. no requirement for EB one. EB one, EB one, EB one C absolutely not required. Even if you are just a a a twelfth grade guy, okay, you still will fit into the EB one category. Next person, please. Oh. Okay, thank you, sir. Thanks, Bharat. Hello, Rahul, sir. Uh, my name is Bharat. Um, so I just got my EB one B approved, I one forty approved uh, uh, two weeks ago, and I got laid off Congrats. yesterday. Uh, thank you so aye, much, aye, sir. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, uh, it's a very sudden decision, but at least my so company. So when 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 was the EB one B? When when did you file the four eight five? Did you file the four eight five? Not yet. Uh, I still have to aye. receive the notice from them. 
um yeah so my company actually is a little uh, so they are supportive they said okay we can uh, allow you to file the 485 before leaving so is it something that i can do and uh, keep it alive for 6 months and then in my new company try to file an eb 485j i would i would definitely file the 485 for you but i would okay. not rely on the 485 for you you may not but the priority date is not current when did you file the eb yeah when did you <laughs> yeah so i well, i have have a current priority date because i have an eb to niw filed before I that it. i got it i got it i yeah. got it i got yeah. it uh i would file the 485 Is mm-hmm. the company going to file it, or they want your own lawyer to file the forty-five? They want me to do it. You can contact us. We can help you out in that. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, we can help you out in filing the forty-five. Uh, so they give him the email address. And here is here is what I would tell you, though it's it's going to be a little bit complicated. It's not a straight answer for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. they will they will have to sign the 485j supplement for us to help you out to file the 485 okay mm-hmm. uh the problem is that i don't want you to rely on this 485 mm-hmm. why you should not rely on this 485 is because if they may uh, they may actually deny the 485 mm-hmm. because they may actually deny the 485 because you left the company within 6 months after filing the 485 mm-hmm. so we will keep it as a side to see i would say you have a 50% chance of getting the green card okay i see um what's my other option is there any other option uh, you should try uh, no mm-hmm. other option no other option okay. i mean of course when you go to the new company you file ab1b again Okay. To be on the safer side. Okay. 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 So, are are my chances of approval uh, good if I got it approved once this time? Definitely yes, because you know the paperwork, a lot of things were in already been established that right. you have a you know the paperwork will be the same. Yeah, it'll be higher. But I would definitely file a four eight five for you though. because i want you, i don't know whether the next company is going to file for the 4 i140 or they may not file the 4 i140 is right who knows right 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 yeah okay so do it before i leave this company do you what oh yeah It's, yeah you better okay. you you do it right now you do it in the next okay. week okay 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 so you give him my email address and the last okay. caller for today guys thank you sonia sonia yes yes Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't. I couldn't unmute. I have a very quick question. Um, my grandmother is in India. She is a green card holder. I am trying to get her an extension because you have to come back to the states for one year. You're supposed to do that, I believe, in the states before you leave the country. But unfortunately, that was not possible because it wasn't a planned stay longer than a year. I don't know if you can advise. Um, if what the process for that is to ask for an extension now because she is in India and she's supposed to come back very soon now. Okay, so did she cross the one year already? She has not crossed the one year. She will be crossing the one year um, in in May. She left in May, so yes, her everything is still valid now. We're just trying to get her an extension before she oh, crosses. Oh come on! Um, because yeah. if you apply that one after one year, they may or may not grant it though. So uh, I would. Did did you get the point? 
Right. So she's within her one year. So nothing's expired yet. I'm trying so to get right her now, out of it. So, yeah. so, so why can't you get her right now? Because accord, because they said like what everything online that I have read says you have to apply the extent for the extension while she's in the United States, but she's in India. No, no, ma'am, ma'am, I'm not, I'm not giving the question. The one year will expire. The one year period that she will be spending in India will be in May of 2023. Is that right? Yes, correct. So why can't she come to USA right now? Well, so she does, she cannot, she is, she cannot come to the US. Yeah, she's trying to stay longer than her May period. That's the situation. She, then she's going to risk the green card completely. Exactly, exactly. And we don't want her to risk it. So we're trying to in advance, see if we can apply no, you for can't, extension. There, no, you can't file an extension in advance. You can only do it afterwards. And that is called returning resident. They will look into the entire history of her to see that she's filing the income tax returns and all those things. And they will determine if they want to grant it or not. Mm -hmm. So if I were you, you are practically giving her, uh, giving up her green card. If she is going to travel after, if she's going to request that, you're risking it. There is only 10% chance you may get the approval. I see. So, so your advice is not to even risk her um, losing it. Of, of course. course, better yeah. better not to deal with the lawyers. Yeah, of course, of okay. course. And I didn't know if there was process before her expiration. You know, her one year is up. If we could do an extension with, with her being in India. No, ma'am. Um, no, there is not. Thank, thank you. you so much. For, thank you guys for coming. It. The next conference call will be tomorrow at eleven thirty. Sorry, we couldn't attend all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.